0: Welcome to the Your Purpose is Calling podcast, conversations with Christians who are finding purpose, redefining work, and changing their world. I'm your host, Don Sadler. My guest for this episode is film producer Ben Murray. Like many people, Ben came to New York with a dream of breaking into the film industry as a producer. Today, Ben is one of the success stories. He is a director, cinematographer, and producer at Incline Productions, a company that develops and produces feature films, episodic television, music videos, and commercials. In this episode, Ben shares the early days of trying to break into show business, how God provided in lean times when Ben wasn't sure how he was going to make rent, how he got his big break, and how his faith informs which projects he says yes to. You can access the show notes for today's episode, including where to find Ben online at com slash 020. The Your Purpose is Calling podcast is brought to you by the Bold Visions Brave Warriors Coaching System, helping Christians create vision, commit to action, and conquer their goals to achieve their God-given calling. Download our free daily planning tool, The Peak page, at dawnsadler.com slash peak. And now, let's meet Ben. Hi, Ben. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me.
0: Good, good. No, we're thrilled that you're here. Um, So just to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, I'm Benjamin Murray, and I've been living in New York and making movies here for just over, uh, six years now. Um, I'm a producer over at a production company called Incline Productions and, uh, I've been producing and shooting and directing movies, uh, for the last couple of years.
0: That's so exciting. How did you get into that?
1: Um, it was a bit of a journey. It was a bit of a, a little ping pong trying one thing and kind of being bounced back to, uh, the right direction and then trying something else and then coming back to it, um, I kind of was involved with a lot of different things, uh, in high school and, um, even, even just after high school. Um, but I kind of always had a, a passion for storytelling. Um, I always loved finding new ways to tell people about my experiences or experiences that i had heard from other people. And, um, Yeah, I just at one point in time uh, when I was young, I got my hands on a camera and uh, it kind of opened a whole new world for me in terms of how I can um, share stories and share things that are in my head and share my dreams and my um, passions and things I was excited about. So uh, a lot of exploration uh, went into um, the different mediums of of storytelling and um, it kind of kept coming back to. narrative filmmaking and um telling stories through that medium
0: that's so great i think there's a lot of people who can probably relate to coming to new york and wanting to break into film whether that's producing or directing or acting and and that can be um that can be kind of a tough road right um in in a competitive in a competitive city I feel like you have some really great stories about that time and just God's provision during that time. Do you mind sharing some of those with us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, uh, when people use the term breaking into an industry or, or any, anything, um, that term breaking, I think can be used in a lot of different ways. Um, Cause it does take a lot of force. It does take a lot of, uh, you know, gusto to, to really get into something. And um, a lot of times, uh, I had to go through things that were completely unrelated to filmmaking in order to break into the industry. Um, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of the things that get us to the next step are people seeing things in our lives, um, that, uh, mature, whether it, like different experiences that we have, I kind of went through a, a lot of, um, personal trials while i was trying to get my foot in the door and 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 through the door um financially that was a really big thing i think a lot of people can relate to moving to new york city uh, especially as an artist and trying to full-on live their um, passion and their dream and do go go to their calling for whatever um creative field that is but then also like living in New York and supplying all your needs and all of that can be quite difficult. Um, I went through a season early on, um, just after I left school where I decided that, um, I should try and be a filmmaker full time, um, and try to only live off of filmmaking jobs. And I I actually felt that that was kind of God's calling and plan for me as well. So, um, I tried it for a bit and it was definitely very, very hard. Um, I made a lot of compromises. I lived, I lived with, uh, four people in a two bedroom apartment with someone in the living room and bunk beds in one room. Um, (laughs) so that was, that was a great, uh, a great experience for, um, patients and understanding how to deal with difficult situations. (laughs) And, uh, there was a time in there where, um, there were no jobs. Like the the summer had ended, um, I wasn't shooting as much. It was in between movies. I was by production assisted on um, a feature, and then I was asked to do another um, assistant directing job on another feature. But it was several months away, so I kind of had three months where I I needed to pay rent and I needed to to live. And I just I kind of say, God, if, if this is meant to be, if I'm meant to be here, uh, you're gonna. Provide right, like that's how, that's how it's gonna right. work. And uh, and you know, I got to the end of the first month and I hadn't really worked. And um, you know, out of nowhere, um, I got a call that said, "Hey, I know this is really last minute, but can you come to set and um, help us out with some things?" So I went there and helped them out. And they they didn't tell me how much I was getting paid. They just asked me to help, and I was happy to do it. I had been doing a lot of jobs for free just to get experience. And at the end, uh, the producer turned and said, "Hey, here's here, thanks for helping us. Here's here's some money." And it was um, it was the exact amount I needed for, for that month's rent. Wow. And um, yeah, it was amazing. And uh, it, on that set, I actually, I was talking to another friend of mine who's a producer, and we were talking about projectors and things. And he's i building a home theater. Can you come help me out with it? So a month later, I, found a day that i was free and i went and helped him build his home theater and this is at the end of the month again and uh i really needed money again i said okay the well, last time was this kind of you know i kind of justified it as this fluke thing that happened and it was the perfect amount I'm like oh that's such a a cliche line you know like and then the right. perfect amount came and uh, right. so anyway um i helped this friend out um just helped him build a theater and he's like hey like this really you know this really blessed me and this really um Like I couldn't have done this myself. Can I pay you for the hours that you worked? I yeah, I said all right. Yeah, sure. Sure, I really needed the money, and uh, he paid me, and then he gave me an extra fifty dollars. He said, "I want you to use this for a cab home," and the money that he gave me was again the exact amount that I needed. For rent that, <laughs> the next month, wow. and uh, I can't remember. We had three days or something left in, in that month, and uh, I I pocketed the fifty and walked home so I could spend it on groceries <laughs> and <laughs> and a a Vimeo subscription so that I could upload the things that I was working on. Yeah. Um. So and and then the next month the same thing happened, and then but this time a little bit more, and I was my trust was growing. You know, my the realization and the clarity that this is where I'm meant to be and this is what I'm meant to be doing, just became more clear and more clear. And my confidence grew. And as my confidence grew, the people that I was working with started to give me more responsibility. So it kind of took this, um, I had to kind of go through the gauntlet of just living, not uh, completely aside from anything creative, just being able to, to live in trust and believe that this is what I'm meant to do. That gave me the opportunity and the ability to... Have a clear mind and confidence to go into any film set or um, office that I was working in and do the job well. That was a That was a big one.
0: <laughs> That's huge. And didn't you also have a story where you were just like walking down the street one day and ran into somebody you used to work with and God provided again?
1: Yes, like yes. actually, this was this was during one of those months where um, we had a bunch of unforeseen bills and and. Problems come up in our apartment situation, and I had needed extra money, and I was in between jobs, uh, in between films, and yeah, I was walking. I was in Union Square, and I was walking by um, a bar, and one of my buddies was up on a ladder rigging a light, and I looked, and I was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And he's like, "Hey," do and I went and grabbed the ladder for him because he was kind of like teetering on it, and I said, "Where's your, where's your guy? Where's your key gra-? Who's who's holding the ladder for you?" And he said, "Ah, yeah, we're really short today," and there was kind of a pause, and we looked at each other, and he said. Do you want to work on this movie? And I said, Yeah, sure. So I took my jacket off, and we went inside. And he introduced me. Said, Hey, here's the new guy. And uh, I was rigging lights for them um, for a couple of weeks, and uh, and that paid for a bunch of different things that we needed to. And um, yeah, it was just like one of those things that some people who have lived in New York for a long time kind of go, Yep, those situations <laughs> come. But then for me, you know, and I also believe that um, you know God put something in that moment that I could have walked down any street. I could have taken any train home. I could have, you know, and stuff like that happens and you just got to say, all right, thank you. And then go put your head down and do it with all of your energy and um, all of your passion and just do the best you can do with whatever he gives you, whether it's a random film set on the side of the street um, or filing paperwork or uh, just being on the train home, like being present and knowing God has you right there at that moment in time. Um, yeah, that was a.
0: I love that. I think there's so much in this in this episode that we're going to get to, and I'm so excited about all of it. But I just want to kind of stay here for just a moment because I think that you and I probably know a lot of people. We can maybe think of a few off the top of our head who have come to New York who feel like they're called to be here um, in you know in film or whatever that is. Who are just sort of teetering on. I don't know if I can do this. Maybe I have to go back to wherever it was that I came from. I just don't know that I'm up for this. And if they truly feel called to be here um, and they're just really in that time of just, you know, wondering how it's all going to come together, like what word of encouragement would you give to them?
1: Yeah. um, You know, there's, there's, for me, there's a, there's a piece that I find in the faith that I have in God's promise for me, so I, it's it's so easy to focus on the project that you're working on, or the position that you're in, or the skill that you have, or that you're trying to achieve, and focus on that, and put yourself on a scale with all of the other creatives in New York and all the other um, people who are doing what you're doing. But we have to know that God has a plan for us, and God has a purpose for why we're doing what we're doing so he's by giving us these dreams and these um inspirations that's that's a promise he's laid on us and i I kind of pour into the faith that i have in him providing for me and um opening doors for me it's it's sometimes you just need to slow down and say okay um god has me right here right now and he's given me these gifts like What is he, what, what is he promising? What is, what is in the future? What is, um, what is he calling me to do right in this moment? And it might not be, uh, a a specific job or, um, for me a specific movie. It might be the person that I'm working with right then and there that I need to pour into. And then two years down the road, that might person might call me and say, Hey, I have a a big job for you. Do you want to do it? I think it's just, we sometimes just have to slow down and, and listen and, um, know that God does have a promise on our life and find, find peace in that.
0: Do you, feel-
1: I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, but- no,
0: it's great. Do you feel like, sorry, do you feel like the, the time that you went through that sort of hand to mouth season, do you feel like that was a time where God was preparing you, stretching your faith, growing your faith, strengthening your faith so that as you uh, found success later, that you would stay rooted in him?
1: Absolutely, I there's been many times where I've been um, in the running to shoot a, a fairly big project or to direct a fairly big project or was second place um, in a festival that was gonna had a big cash prize um, and sometimes I look back at actually all the time I look back at that and I'm so thankful that I didn't win mm. because I needed to understand what it meant to go through the steps it took to to be the person that I needed to be to win that, not just have the skill to win that, right? Like God has given us these gifts and then we're kind of learning how to use them and learning how to be the person that can best utilize them. So it's more, yeah, I do tie it back to um, as we're walking in this career path, we're, we're still going through life and we're still learning these things. And every time Actually, um, this week has been a huge, um, faith test for, for a lot of things. A lot of things have fallen through last minute this week that, um, we were really counting on and it's, I've had a, a really kind of uh, amazing piece about it because I know that God has provided for me before and I know that he's going to do it again. And I'm, I haven't really been worried about it just because I've gone through so many of these things already, um. And it's it's really strengthened uh, my faith and um, my understanding of kind of sometimes just how things work. You know, it's I think it's easy to when when things go wrong to say like, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to be here, yeah. or maybe I'm making the wrong decision, or um, did I mess up somewhere that I have to go and fix it? No, it so says sometimes things. Are rough, and it it might be you're not ready, or it might be you just have to go through this so that when it does come through, you're ready to pick it up and run with it. There's that that uh, that stretching period before a long run, right? (laughs) There's that that preparation. Um, So yeah,
0: that's so great. I um I'd love to talk for a moment about uh, there's so there's so much of your story. I want to, I want to dive into, um, sort of, a, a break that you told me about, um, when we talked to earlier, but let's talk a little bit about you having the confidence that you are called to this, especially in this, in the industry that you're in is, it can be very difficult. It can be a lot of things. Um, and, just really practically for our listeners who might be creatives that, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier and they said, there's a difference between passion and purpose. I can be passionate about a lot of things, but it doesn't mean that I'm purposed for it. So how, what were some of the ways that you felt you got confirmation that you were, um, that you were called to this, you shared some of the testimonies and some of the provision, but I know that you mentioned you had people in your life who really spoke over you as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, no matter what field you're in, God puts people in our life that recognize um, our calling, whether they realize it or not. Um, and you really have to – to. It, it starts with an identity thing know, of knowing yourself and what, what God is calling you to do. But it's also uh, someone speaking into your life and saying, hey, um, I saw this thing that you did, and I really loved it. A lot of people might say that, but it's really listening for, for God speaking through them. Um, when I was very young, uh, I'm, one of my first projects I'd ever done was kind of a, a mashup video of a camping trip, and I was really proud of it. I put it to a Johnny Cash song. and. Um, did a bunch of cool edits and transitions, and and I really liked it, and it was a silly video, and I showed my family, and one of my family members who doesn't know anything about film or, or is not a critic by any means, she came up to me afterwards and she said, hey, that was really good, you should do more of this. And that has stuck with me for the last 20 years. Like, I, I haven't, um, I've heard people say things like, hey, I really enjoyed this, um, maybe you could shoot my movie or, Hey, this was really well done. Like, can you give me some tips? And it always kind of seems like sometimes there's truth in that and you can hear God's truth and from different people in different places, but sometimes it's the most insignificant people in whatever industry it is that truthfully just pour life into you and say, Hey, this is great. You should do this. And that there was so much validation in that. There was so much, um, like power in those words and I've heard those same things over and over and over again through the years but there's always been different reasons behind them um but I think it's it's really listening for God's voice through um through different people through different um I don't know there's there's been so many different ways that I've seen things that I just kind of yeah that's That's true. I know that to be true. And that's a confirmation of it. And it's, it's very encouraging, but we have to hold on to the things that are true as well. Like if we know that that's God speaking to us, we have to hold on to that because you're also going to get the opposite side of it where a lot of people say, yeah, the film production industry is very difficult. You know, it's going to be really hard. You might be able to get a few things out, but you don't want to be, um, you know, shooting little videos your whole life and and living off of, you know, rice and ramen noodles, you know, maybe, maybe do a different industry, (laughs) you know, and you hear that a lot when you're starting out because in order, you've got to fail over and over and over to learn. It's the only way to learn (laughs) in this industry, um, is to go out and do it and, and break it and then fix it. Um, so yeah, it's really listening to the people, uh, you trust. And then also, you know, that you have, um, Accountability with and trust with and yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but um,
0: I think it's
1: good. Yeah, yeah that one experience was was really powerful. Yeah, for me.
0: yeah, I think being in community and the thing is, is that people can say things, and for them, it might be a throwaway comment, but for whatever reason, that's the exact right. moment that God uses that to to speak to us. I um, I want to talk. You you have a story that I just think is so great about um about you know, kind of a a big break for you at the time. And I I just, I love the story because I think God is so in this story, Um, but it's a story about how you went on set and they were having a big problem and you were able to come in and solve it. Tell us a little bit about that story. I love the story.
1: Yeah, sure. Actually, it was was my first ever film set um, outside of school. So uh, I was actually uh, just finishing my first semester of film school, and one of my uh, classmates had a a roommate who was production assisting on this feature. Well, she got sick, and she said, hey, Ben, you're off tomorrow. You don't have any classes tomorrow. Can you take their position for a a couple days? And uh, I didn't really know what that would entail. So I said, sure, of course, like a production assistant, you know, you get coffee, you say relay things on a radio it shouldn't be too hard and I had enough confidence in it that I could do a good job so I showed up on set and um you know you get on set and there's all these things going on and people had been there for an hour already and and uh my orders were just to pick up my radio and introduce myself to the first assistant director and the producer and uh so I I, I go and I see the first assistant director and the producer and I have my call sheet and I'm trying to get people's names right and positions and um and they were arguing about something and I was right in the middle of it. I walked right into the middle of it and I kind of overhear the argument. They had just lost their location, which was um, kind of a divey bar uh, in, in uh, the East Village. And uh, they canceled all the extras and they're comp- you know, this is a huge scheduling shift. And I had just shot a short film for um, one of the students thesis projects in a bar that was very close to where we were. So I kind of just jump right into their conversation and said, hey, guys, uh, hi, I'm Ben. This is my first day. Um, I just was going to pick up my radio, introduce myself. Oh, also, I just shot in a bar. If you want me to call them, um, our insurance is still attached to their you know, address and location and it's still valid. So we could probably go shoot there. And they kind of looked at me and the first AD goes, yeah, well, we don't have any extras anymore. We, we sent them all home. And I said, well, I could just call the school. A bunch of students would come over and be your <laughs> extras. So uh, I called the school and I called the bar. And then, you know, two and a half hours later, we were unloading and shooting and uh, the producer came up to me. And he said, "Hey, you want a job?" <laughs> he said, "The his second second wasn't doing such a great job." He said, "Can you do the Can you do the second second assistant directing job?" And I said, "Yes, of course." You know, and I had no idea what it was, so I went home and I googled it and I looked. I, pr- I had printed out things of what that person did, and um, but it was great because I was very alert and I was trying so hard, and I just kept messing up over and over and over again. But said the wrong things over the radio, parked in the wrong spot, got a bunch of tickets, but I was there to do the best job that I could. And uh, this producer recognized it, and um, at the end of the movie, um, I, I got a call from my teacher. And he's like, "Hey, I've noticed you haven't—you you missed a bunch of classes. Um, we're starting another week of classes, and it's really important that you be here." Uh, next week's class starts um, the sessions of how to get a job after film school, the, the second semester. And I said, uh, "Well, I'm actually working on a movie, <laughs> so when I'm done working, <laughs> when I'm done working, I'll come back to school." Uh, and at the end of that movie, the the producer offered me another job on the next film he was working on, uh, and I just transitioned straight over into that. And then it just he actually after a couple of years of working with him, uh, we started a business together, which um, I'm running now, Incline Productions. And uh, yeah, it started a great uh, mentorship relationship, and um, I just started shooting and uh, assistant directing movies from there on, and just kind of haven't stopped since, but. Um, yeah, sometimes you just, I was, I was there and the opportunity was there. And sometimes you just got to yeah. say something, you just got to step up and doesn't matter what position you are. It doesn't matter. The worst thing that could happen is they say, here's your radio, right. go grab some coffee, which is a, a great, yeah. a great outcome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sometimes we do have to be bold and find those, those fine lines of being, uh, overstepping your bounds, but also helping solve problems. Um, I
0: love that story for a couple of reasons. One, I love that, um, Mm -hmm. that that was so God orchestrated, right? At a time where we feel like, Oh, nothing's happening or I'm shooting the student film and you know, whatever, whatever it might be. But like, God is orchestrating all of that. The fact that there was still insurance, but it's, it's God orchestrating an opportunity. And then how you showed up and, with a work ethic and a commitment to excellence and all that you do, you know, those things going together. Um, And I just feel like that's so encouraging for people who are maybe feeling that, um, feeling like they're in their career, whatever it is, whether it's film or something else, and they just feel like nothing's happening. You just never know what is right around the corner.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Literally right around the corner. Sometimes it might be a film set that needs you to fill that slot. (laughs) um yeah all of all of the bigger jobs that i've done have come through um bumping into someone uh in a coffee shop and saying what are you working on now you read the script and say oh i really like this i really like this hey do you want to be in the running to shoot it oh of course and then you know six months later you're in england shooting a feature film for <laughs> for your friend that you bumped into in the coffee shop and uh you look back and you're like wow that that was amazing that it started in that moment and, and uh, you end up making a great movie and building friendships and building relationships. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. We just have to be um, present and uh, ready yeah. to go <laughs> kind
0: of. Really, really that heart of yeah. expectancy that God is doing something, not I wonder if God's doing something or I hope God does something, but God is doing something. I can walk through every day expectant that he's going to show up, which it's easy to say. I know sometimes you know it's easy to feel uh, discouraged or or whatever, but just that heart of expectancy wherever we go.
1: Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know what I'm shooting this summer yet, but I know God has a plan yeah. for what I'm shooting, and I'm excited for him when he re- reveals it. I'm I'm gonna be ready for it. So my my job right now is to do what I can so that I'm prepared uh, mentally, spiritually, physically that I'm equipped that I have the people around me to do it. Um, because I don't know the phone might ring yeah. right after this <laughs> this interview and ask if I'm able to fly to LA and, and help shoot something. So, um, yeah, it's about, it, it, I, I love that being ready and being, yeah. being present. So
0: let's shift gears just a little bit because, um, uh, yeah. I love your story. I love how aware you are. Um, and just really, you know, just this, how surrendered you are to God and what God wants to do in your life. And, and you and I both know, obviously a lot of people who are Christians who are in the film industry and, um, you know, not every movie is about Jesus and love and light and all of that. There's a lot of, (laughs) a lot of different things. And, you know, one of the things that I think is interesting, and we, we talked about this that, um, you know, for creatives, there's this conflict, there can be a conflict working in the film industry, but we were talking about how very often that conflict is not so much a creative wondering if God has, you know, a place for them in this role or in this movie. The conflict more often than not is really about how they feel about communicating that to other people in the church. Um, and I know that you and I talked a little bit about your own experience with that and you know just kind of feeling like there there are things that creatives walk through that maybe people who are not in the creative industry don't really understand or feel feel judgmental of or it's easy to say, oh that can't possibly be um, you know God's God's will or God's purpose because look at the look at the subject matter so. Um, can you talk to me just a little bit about your, how do you, how, first of all, what does it look like for you working on a film as a Christian when there's a theme that is not maybe biblically based? Tell me a little bit about how you experience that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think first, um, the lives we live subject yeah. matter is pretty intense. <laughs> So, um, so I think a lot of times stories are an extension of what we experience. Um, but it's more of why am I telling this story? Right. What, what, what are people getting out of this? What is the goal? Like, I'll, almost always, um, when I'm in any creative aspect of a film, I say, what is the purpose of doing this? Cause that'll drive every decision that every position and, uh, key person makes what, what is the North star of the project? What is the intention of everything, right? Like how we light a scene, we light it with a certain intention of why am I doing this? So you have to understand the heart and the soul and the value of the story that you're telling. So a lot of times I focus on that and I want to know what that is. And I know, I want to know what the director or the producer, whoever is the uh, creative uh, Running with this um, I want to know why they're doing the project and who are they're doing it for like that is so important to, to uh, my decision-making and my um, Either justifications or the peace that comes with saying yes to a project that might not be right. squeaky clean <laughs> um, I think no matter what project you do no matter what story you tell um, or how you tell it you're gonna feel resistance from somewhere always no matter what. So I think a lot of this ties to our, um, our identity. If I know who I am and I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, then I can trust that God is putting me in the places that I need to be and to do those jobs well. I've worked on a lot of movies that had scenes in them that I wouldn't probably write into a film or had character, different elements of it that I ne- didn't necessarily either agree with or I – wouldn't celebrate, but they were there for the purpose of furthering the heart and soul of the movie, which I did believe in. So a lot of times um, I don't overlook things. I understand why they're there and I understand why they need to be there. And uh, yeah, I kind of find I mean, I've also been on the other side of it where I said yes to, to jobs and I said, well, I really need this. This is like my first time being a first assistant director on a feature film. I don't really care what it's about or what's in the movie. This is a great experience for me. Um, and then, you know, halfway through the, the movie, they say, hey, you've really helped us a lot. Can we put your, you basically produced the movie. Can we put your name uh, on the poster of the movie? And then that kind of shifted everything. And I said, well, I, I don't want to say that I've been producing this movie. I've just been helping everyone do their creative uh, job. So um, there was conflict there. And even before I did the movie, there was a little bit of resistance. And I said, man, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I should, Is, is am I tying this to my professional identity? Am I tying this to um, my creative identity? So yeah, a lot of times it's it's why am I doing this? And who's the person that's watching this and what is it saying to them? That, that's the main thing that I focus on before I take a job.
0: What do you feel like, what do you feel, I mean, you're gifted as a storyteller, um, but when you are on set, what is it that you feel called to do? What do you feel like your purpose is, um, what God's purpose for your life and your position and the places of influence that you've been, um, that you've been able to walk in? What do you think God's purpose is for all of that
1: yeah you know what's so interesting about about making movies is so often everyone is focused on finishing the movie right? Everyone is so focused on making this amazing story or whatever it may be. There's so much passion and there's so much, you know, people get intense about it and they get angry at you because they're passionate about what they're working on or their job, whatever it may be. And the world really expanded. A couple of years ago, I was working on this film in New Mexico and, um, I didn't love the movie and I loved the script and, just the actors that they had and the director wasn't so great. And the movie kind of started to go downhill. Uh, But I was in charge of uh, a unit and um, I started to get to know the guys a little better because we weren't just focused on making the scene look perfect. It was more like, okay, let's get it done. Let's make sure the director's happy. But it wasn't sucking all of our energy and attention. And I really just realized that these guys that I was working with in New Mexico were all locals, so I I might never work with them again. I'm, they might end up doing different things with their lives. So I really spent a lot of time pouring into these guys who one of them was going through a lot, um, and another one had had struggled with other things in his past. and we spent you know sixteen hours a day together, six days a week <laughs> for a couple of weeks, and you really get to know someone. and we just ended up having one of the greatest film movie experiences together. Making a movie, but not because we were making that movie, because we were all together in the middle of the desert shooting this thing overnight um, in the cold and the heat and the dust. And um, I realized that, like, what an amazing opportunity it is to spend this focused amount of time with people in this uh, industry and. Be able to kind of live life together for a few weeks or a month or a couple months or whatever it may be. Like, what a, an amazing opportunity it is to um, struggle with someone, to overcome things with someone, and to really just pour into them for that period of time. It's such a unique uh, aspect of filmmaking that I, I've, re- that kind of was very eye opening. So every time I do a project, I'm very aware of who I'm hiring. I'm very aware of who I'm putting on the team because I want to build a culture and an atmosphere of people who will lift each other up, who will be there when someone else is struggling Um, because we we need that in all aspects of life. And if we can have that while we're working and also trying to be creative, um, we can do so much with that. Whether the projects end up doing anything or not, our lives change with the people that are around us.
0: And, and you know we were talking about this um earlier too is just that um i think a lot of uh you know there's a lot of perception about about the industry but the truth is that you have an ability to go in and affect culture in places where there are people who would never in a million years step into a church and there's a lot of talk about that we are the church which is true and you get to go and be um, influential in places that many people who work in ministry, for example, would just never be able to, to touch or influence or impact or be a catalyst within. Do you feel like that's true?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I actually quite recently, I um, was working on a project with a friend and I, I always try to take one of the two weekend days off and I try to do Sundays and I try to you know keep keep that, to properly rest and to have community and all of these things but this last project we, we shot uh had a shoot over over a sunday it was just kind of a scheduling thing and uh i told everybody i said it would be really great if i could finish by five because i would love mm. to be able to go to church at six um just throwing that out there or at least maybe you know when we're done shooting if you can bring a couple more people in to just wrap out i'd, I'd like to take off uh, and towards the end of the shoot, um, we had shot everything. We were just doing inserts and shooting little pieces. There's no sound. And I was talking to the production coordinator, and he just started asking questions about church and religion. And it kind of came up very organically. And he's like, "I've actually been really nervous to ask you about this because I didn't want to get an int- too intense answer and, and feel like I'm judging you or anything like that, um, or or, me, or vice versa." And we started talking about it. And I said, hey, man, like, yeah, let's just keep talking about it. We just kept talking. We wrapped out. We grabbed a drink. And he, he looked at me and he said, wait a minute, you never went to church. I, I, I'm so sorry. You did, I, I totally forgot about it. And I said, yeah, but we're having like, like I might not, who knows when I'm going to do another project with you. Like, this is great. We just shot something great and I'm spending time with you. And this has been a really great conversation. And he looked at me and he said, you choosing to spend time with me on the day that usually take off was the most is the most powerful witness to what you believe wow. than anyone else I've met. Because a lot of people would have gone to church. And I said, the building is not more yeah. important than you. You know what I mean? The, the act of going is not more important than you. The, um, the ability that I have to not go, the freedom that I have to not have to go do that is why I believe what I believe.
0: So amazing. You didn't have to bring him to church. The church came to him.
1: Right. And it was nothing, it was nothing I really said. It was just the fact that I spent the time with him.
0: That's so great. Let me ask you this. Um, I know that there's a lot of our listeners who can, uh, whether they're in the film industry or or not, can probably relate to the struggle of, should I take a project? Should I not take a project? Our creatives probably more so than others. But when you have a, a project that comes across your desk, and you're thinking about whether or not it's something that you should say yes to. What are some questions that you ask yourself as sort of a gut check before you before you say yes to a project?
1: Yeah, um, the the first thing is just, why am I doing this, and who am I doing it for? Like that's it's written on a little sticky note on my desk. It's written um, in my apartment. It's written like I ask myself that question all the time. Why am I doing this, and who am I doing it for? Um, and you know, the answer doesn't always have to be, oh, I'm doing it for the, this one person or this group of people the 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 answer could be, well, I really need experience and this is the perfect project. And I, you know, the story is great, but that, that's a great answer too. So whatever that answer is, you just, I I always ask, why am I doing it? Who am I doing it for? That's the first one. Um, to be really honest with you, a lot of times more recently, the, the more I get to know my identity and, um, in Christ, in my identity, and who I am as a filmmaker, a lot of these decisions are made pretty instantaneously. Um, I usually know right away whether I want to work some, on something or not. Uh, and it's usually after I meet with whoever that head person is. Um, but it, it's, I would say most of the time it's not about subject matter. I would say most of the time it's about um, why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it with. Uh, and, and I believe that might transition hopefully soon to, to more things that I would like to do and we're going to do in-house and we're kind of doing that on our own. But um, yeah, uh, I would say it's it's hard to give a, a like a three-step plan to, to, to choosing a project. Um, the other thing I think might be important on a creative aspect is we're all called in different aspects of different movies and films and positions. Actually, musically too. sometimes I get great opportunities and I think there's somebody else that's going to do this better than I am. And that's our responsibility to not take that project because we want to do what's best for the job. We want to do what's best for them. So sometimes you have to say, is this, and that goes again, back to identity too. Like, this is who I want to be as a filmmaker. This is the culture I want to build around myself. Um, I think down the road it'll be this is what you're known for, but at this at this uh, stage, a lot of it is okay. Do am I doing it just for money? Okay, well I believe God is going to provide for me, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to ever make it about money, right? That's one thing that I had to do for myself that right. I'm never going to take a job because I need money. I, I definitely have, and I've definitely looked back and wish I didn't. And wish because then the next day someone else called for something else that i would have rather done um, yeah uh i don't know i just you, you pray about it is this the right thing I'm to, Is am supposed is what i'm supposed to be doing ask ask your friends ask other people who you trust and know you in the industry and say hey i got this opportunity do you think this is the right fit for me you know ask a couple of different people that you trust uh that's yeah. incredibly important um and listen to why they say it well don't tell them how much okay. you're making Never tell them how much you're making because a lot of people will be like, well, yeah, just do it because of that. So, um, yeah, ask yourself, why am am I doing it? Who am I doing it for? Ask your friends, do you think this is a good fit for me?
0: Yeah. Before money is involved. That's so good. That's so good. Gosh, Ben, I could talk for hours about this. I say that every episode, I feel like, and it's always, always true. Um, (laughs) this, This is just really great stuff, but we do need to wrap it up with uh, what we call our final five, five questions designed to resource our listeners. Um, before we jump into that, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing all of that wisdom. I feel like, um, you know, I, I do have a heart for our creatives. And even though what you've said transcends um, the creative community, uh, I just am really believing that, that what you've shared with us really blesses um, people in the creative community specifically. So, Uh, moving on to the final five. So first of all, other than the Bible, what's one book that changed your life and why?
1: Man, I was thinking a lot about this. Um, and part of my trying to sound sophisticated was like, okay, what's a great, like Christian book that really changed my life. And I said, you know, it really wasn't, um, like a a workbook or anything like that. The, The things that really changed, um, the way I I dream and the way I passionately do things were usually uh, narratives or fictional books. Uh, I love C.S. Lewis. I think the books that really changed my life were Screwtape Letters and the Chronicles of Narnia um, because those really sent me on an adventure, right? Like those, that's what I got out of bed to go do when I was a kid is to go, you know, um, fight monsters in the woods and to uh, save the people in need. And like that really inspired something like I could go out and write stuff like this. I could go out and shoot stuff like this. Uh, and then I love screw tape. When I got a little older, I love screw tape letters. I love how, you know, analogies and, um, situations can be built and you can put yourself in them and say, what would I do if I was in that situation? Or is that affecting my life? Um, I really love the way that screw tape letters makes me think um so I think those those kind of things are really shaped a um creative and passion and dream of of telling stories and uh, seeing how how they can make people think and and ask himself, themselves those hard questions.
0: What um what podcast are you listening to now and why?
1: I really love um I love a lot of history podcasts. My favorite is hardcore history. I love um I love how in depth, uh, he goes into the small things um, in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of a, a war. There's one soldier who wrote this letter home to his mother about feeding the cows. You know, there's and that story affected me and changed me. And I, Isaac, that's so important. Those little things are so important. The one guy out in the trench is so important, or or signing that piece of paper in that office is so important. So I love. I love hardcore history. I love how detailed he goes into the little things. Um, that's one of my favorites right now.
0: That's so great, and we will include links to um, to both that uh, the books and the podcast in the show notes.
1: Oh, awesome! Yeah, wonderful. Yeah.
0: What's your favorite Bible verse and why?
1: We live by faith, not by sight. Second Corinthians five seven. Mm. Um, it's very <laughs> um, it's very tied to uh, I think a lot of creatives. Uh, we kind of live. And you never know when the next job is going to be um, or if you'll book it. Uh, It's kind of a constant faith workout um, because we're always, we know that God has called us to do this thing, but we don't know how, we don't know where, we don't know why. Um, And we might see, it might seem like there are a ton of projects or there are no projects, um, but God has one for you and when you're ready for it. So that's always been my favorite. My favorite friends. That's
0: great. What's the best business advice you ever heard?
1: Man, um, I don't know, I don't know if this is this is definitely not just related to, to business, but um someone told me f- understand why you're doing what you're doing, find that find that thing that you're going to, to chase after and then run after it as fast as you can, and then stop. And look around you and see who's keeping up. Now grab them and bring them with you, mm-hmm. because those are the people that will be supporting you when you get tired, when you get beaten down. Um, yeah, I think that can relate to a lot of different things, but in a business sense, the people around you, whether they work for you um, or whether they're above you, sometimes everybody needs it, like that goal on, to be as passionate as you are about it, so that when you slow down, they can grab your arm and, and bring you with them. And when they slow down, you can bring them with them, but you got to know that they're willing to, to go after it first.
0: Wow. I love that. Um, what advice would you give to a creative who's feeling discouraged right now?
1: A creative who's feeling discouraged. God has a plan for you. Mm. God has given you those gifts. Um, those dreams, uh, and he 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 knows why you're you are where you are right now. So I think it's it's focusing on okay, I'm here. I may be struggling, or I may be down, or I may be in writer's block, or I may be creatively stumped. But maybe it's not about being creative right now. Maybe it's about the person next to me, or maybe it's about um, something completely unrelated to your craft. Uh, I think a lot of times we look at that bars that are set or um, a lot of time people reference the ladder, right? You got to climb the ladder to get to this thing. And we're always worried about which rung we're on. And creatively, there isn't a ladder that you climb. There's a ladder you build, right? And each of those rungs are a success or overcoming a failure. Mm. So even if you overcome something really hard, that's another rung on that ladder. That's another step towards the accomplishment that that God has for you, right? We find successes to lead us to our accomplishments. So it's finding uh, victory and finding success in these little things that bring us closer to the goals and the things that we want to accomplish. But yeah, find success every day. Find success in everything you do, whether it's overcoming something or so you mess up. Okay, now just get back up. That's one more step towards it because sometimes we wouldn't have been able to get to the next step unless we first fell. Um, so yeah it's it's finding success in the little things that are always going to bring you to the next rung of your ladder in whatever industry or creatively you're in.
0: I love that. I think that's such a good word for um for entrepreneurs as well is that you know you sort of climb a corporate ladder, but as a creative or as an entrepreneur, you build the ladder as you go. I think that's genius yeah um,
1: and I think God's giving us the tools to do it, right? Those are our gifts and our, our dreams and our passions yeah. are the tools to build it.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Hey, Ben, would you mind um, just praying over our listeners before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, uh, dear Lord, man, I just thank you so much for the time that we've had to chat and um, the opportunities that, uh, that we've been given in order to see more clearly the, the plan you have. Um, and man, it's exciting to, to just think about all of the things you have for us out there. Um, we might not see them clearly right now, but, um, for you, they're, they're crystal clear and they're beautiful and they're solid and they're happening. And Lord, I pray that we just have a peace. Lord, I pray that we have a peace to, to know that you are in control and that you've laid this out and you are going to, be there with us every step of the way. Lord, I pray for for strength as we, as we go through this next season, whether we're creating or um, helping someone else create, whatever that may be, Lord, that you're there. And I thank you for this beautiful day that we've had. In your precious name, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. I'd like to thank my guest, Ben Murray, for joining me today. Just a reminder that you can access the show notes for today's episode, including where to find Ben online at dawnsadler.com slash 020. If you'd like to hear more conversations with Christians who are finding purpose, redefining work, and changing their world, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. This show is brought to you by the Bold Visions Brave Warriors Coaching System, helping Christians create vision commit to action and conquer their goals to achieve their God-given calling. Download our free daily planning tool, the Peak Page, at slash peak This has been the Your Purpose's Calling podcast. I'm your host, Don Sadler. Thanks for listening.